Hey, we're back again to continue our Dark Knight commentary. I'm joined with the whole team. Mine is G. We're back. Hey. Hello. <laughs> so let's not beat around the bush. Let's just get this thing started. What so, are we watching again? Uh, that movie. Which with movie? The, with the clown in the bat. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, crap. I had to sit through more of this. I thought yeah, we were man. done with it. We got another hour to it go. Definitely, this movie's definitely not as good as, say, you know, under the Red Hood or uh, Mask of the Phantasm or Return of the Joker. Definitely not as good as any of those movies. Wow. We'll give the rest a shot. So for those of us joining us on this part two of our real commentary, be sure to fast forward to your Blu-ray or DVD for at the one hour, 22 minute and 53 second mark. This is where we're starting. Now back to our regularly scheduled program. So when we last left off, our Cape Crusader. So we find out Gordon's alive here, and you're just like, I saw that coming. Apparently you guys thought he was dead. He Tupac himself. I did. <laughs> it looked like... Uh, I just love what he says to her, like, okay, now I have to go to a very upset girlfriend. Like, he already knows he's in the doghouse. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess their, rela their relationship is okay. Yeah, I mean, I I'm sure they're going to have a long, happy life for those two. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing bad's going to happen to them now. Oh, this scene I mean, is. By the way, shout out to Lou, because that is the image of him in the jail cell. That is the image that we use for our so, my piece. Yeah. I don't know if anyone notices, but when they're taking images. out all of his knives and stuff, putting it down, the last knife he sort of has kind of looks like a potato peeler. Yeah. Just FYI. <laughs> That's the one that he had on his foot. No, his foot had, was more like a flat blade. Yeah, it was like a flat one. That one looked like you said you just used to eat fruit But with. this one was like a potato peeler. And I love how... Pretty much, he says his fingerprints don't give any 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 hit back. There's no other alias. There's nothing about him. And then, but this scene right now is when he gets given the job of commissioner, and you're gonna see the Joker ad lib. Heath Ledger ad lib this scene while everyone's clapping, and Nolan was like, "Let it roll, let it roll, let it roll." And this scene right here, where you see the Joker <laughs> clapping, is all ad libbed. That's awesome. <laughs> Hey. So, so Jennifer Ross, if I pretended to die and I came back from the dead, would you slap me too? Yeah, I'd be so fucking pissed. Guess who's alive? <laughs> well, first of all, now, how you does, should uh, tell here's me. my problem with right here. Tell okay. me you gotta go well, undercover. What's up? Like, why? Uh, how did he know that that's they're gonna be thrown in the same jail? Because that's the overnight jail. Okay. Um, and I love how the he laughed. Like the joke was like. Pfft. I had a feeling Jenny would slap me in the face if I did that, though. No, I don't think I would slap you. I'd probably shove you. I could see me, like, shoving you, like... Casey would slap me. <laughs> <laughs> Only because, like, at least tell me, look, we I gotta can. go undercover. That's the we point. Yeah, but you got... I'll sell it. I'll sell it, boo. You're not but Charlotte. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I will sell it. Nobody that doesn't watch wrestling You're not even Carmella. No, 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 Okay, no, no. I would Mella sell it. money. But All right. still... Let's get back to the movie because this is the absolute best scene in the entire movie. I don't know. If someone disagrees with me, just shoot me shoot me up a DM and we'll and we'll discuss this. But I don't think there's a better scene in this movie. No, post it on Facebook because we want to see this happen. <laughs> if there's one thing they like to do, it's discuss. Yes. I love debating. Or arguing. Debating or kicking people out. I don't kick people out. I just love debating. Off, if people can't, if people can't, oh yeah, I do that. But if people, <laughs> <laughs> if people can't hack like me being blunt with them, then oh well, sorry, I'm ninety nine percent sure you fucking suck. Then sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so like this scene right here, did you when you first watched it? Did you know Batman was? Be did you assume Batman was behind him, or it's just more atm atmospheric? I didn't. I just thought it was really good lighting the way they shot this on his scene. paint. Yeah. Yeah, I was just enjoying the scene. Like I wasn't even thinking. I was just in the moment when I first saw this. And Gordon's coming to the realization. This scene's that funny. He's, he's like, depending people. on the time, maybe be in one spot or several. And by the way, another great thing about this scene too, and it shows a lot of 
the dedication and just like attention to detail. When you look at Heath Ledger's hands, you see him from uh, all the stuff from the makeup, from him putting the makeup on his face. And this shot here when Batman is right behind him and he just smacks his head on the ground. He, he, yeah. Oh, that was a little... He saw it coming. No, no. Yeah, I, I, I think it was the light yeah. when he turned it on. It was bothering oh, okay. him. And he's like, Never start with the head. The victim gets all fuzzy. See? I just think like this is the best Batman Joker scene ever. Ever, ever? Ever. Animated series, nothing. I don't think anything tops this because you kind of see two different personalities, but in the reality, they are one and the same. Even when, he, like, Michael Keaton and Jack, when they're not really Joker or Batman, but they're Bruce and... Let's this get is, nuts. This is better. He's like, you want to get nuts? Come on. <laughs> let's yeah. get nuts. That scene? <laughs> yeah. No, it's ridiculous. It's just so fucking <laughs> funny. <laughs> it's hilarious. I love it. Oh, this... It's like, I don't, I don't want to kill you. And this is kind of like where he's, you pretty much get the idea that he's been playing with the mob the entire time. He's like, you complete me. See, and he doesn't like that he talks like a cop as the same way. He doesn't like to be, be called the mobster. That's why you see their differences and you see their similarities all in this one scene. And this is me just reading a lot into the scene. Yeah, it's a very powerful scene. I think this is his Oscar scene. I don't think... You think this is what got him? I think that, it, like, because you have to submit. I mean, the whole performance is what they submit. But if you look at a scene, I think this is this is it for him. Yeah. I don't know if you guys disagree or not. And if you notice, his hair is not super green anymore. It's not. It's like he needs new dye. Is that what it is? Jennifer Ross? He does. <laughs> because the next scene, he already has new hair dye. And pretty much the scene is just having the Joker make Batman break his rules, which Jen Wait, was like, that- Jen was like all for. She's like, run him over. <laughs> well, you gotta you make some, seems- deci- some decisions, you know, like. What do you know. what do you say, Ryan? Do you think this scene is better than the Tunnel of Love scene in uh, the Dark Knight Returns? Yes. Yeah. Mm. I think so. Dude, man, I'd go as far as to say I think this is the best scene in the comic book movie. There's so much to this. There's so much to this. Like, I we look at that train scene from, I mean, that pl- the airport scene from Civil War, and there's a, it's an amazing, like, amazing, amazing scene. But I think there's so yeah. much to this. And then right here, uh, Heath Ledger actually had Christian Bale really hit him, if you guys weren't aware. No word. Yeah, so these punches that you're getting are as legit as legit can get. And they put padding on his fists at least or uh, something? Maybe. But, like, you see the Joker's most maniacal laugh here when he gets punched again here. Like, I, and I watch this, and I'm not, I have, we have the movie on mute, and I, like, still get chills watching this scene. This is, yeah, the body language is on point. It, yeah, everything about this is fantastic. And the fact that his makeup is, dest- his makeup is destroyed, too, and I think it adds a lot to it. It looks like he had a really long, long night. Let's say Jenny after a frat party in college. Hey. <laughs> My God, <laughs> no. I mean, I mean, there, there's something to be said that's like that you made that comment. He's covered with white face paint, but I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> <laughs> be nice to Jenny. <laughs> Love you, Jenny. You know that. That was not me, guys. I know. No walking shame kidding, to Jenny. Kidding. I'm a good girl. Jen, for for anyone obviously that's not in this room right now, Jenny just gave me the hardest look I think she's oh, ever man, given me. It. You should have seen it. Luke. It was so good I missed it. Oh my god, fuck Rachel when she was like, "Hello!" Why are you scream? All right, that's fine. Scream, but what is "Hello"? <laughs> like, who's gonna? Who's there? You get a barrel. You oh. get a barrel. <laughs> But no, I do like that the Joker gave, purposely gave him the wrong address. Yeah. And this is another great scene. I do everything about er, when him in this in this interrogation room is great cuz he makes I, Well, go ahead, Ryan. I do wish that they maybe showed him get the better hand. Yes, I I with you. I agree. You know what? You know why I like this too because he was putting all his efforts to make Batman break, right? 
But then this guy, all he has to say is, I killed six. He's like, do you want to know which one of them are cowards? And, like, he broke him. It's a snap of it, like, so quick. In Thanos' version, in Thanos' way, he just yeah. snaps his fingers and he's done. You know, he kind of, that guy kind of looks like was the best friend in Reaper, the TV show. Oh, I thought he looked like Phil Kane. <laughs> <laughs> That's a uh, shout out to uh, our one of our listeners, Phil Kane. So, Big Phil, what up? And Patreon <laughs> subscriber. And Patreon subscriber, yeah. Hey. So, I mean, even though I was, I mean, the whole twist of the Joker giving them the wrong address. I thought that was good because I didn't see that coming at all. Me neither. I thought she would save Rachel and then Harvey just gets out, but then he becomes Two-Face after this. That's where I thought they were going to go. So it was a good twist in terms of them killing Rachel off. I really didn't see them killing. I didn't think they were going to kill her off, to be honest. Yeah, this is... uh... What? The, just the scene, like the the pure upsetness and why me in his voice in a couple of mo- moments. Yeah. Oh no, you you see it, and it's and it's a, a performance that's ignored. But I think Aaron Eckhart's so good in this. And like I mentioned before, if you look at the Joker's fingers here, it's all full of makeup. It's all full of dirt. It's like. Do you think that studios really just have no? Faith in Harvey Dent, Two Face character that they always have to put him with someone. Um, I think for this story, that's a good question. I think for this story, I think it worked having both of them. Because, I agree, but I wish they went with that idea that you know we talked about earlier, where or last week rather, um, where they like they end it with him turning into Two Face and going on to the next movie the with next it being Two Face. Yeah. Lou, you were gonna say something about no. Two Face. I, I was, yeah, I was, too, I was just gonna say it could work, but it, it, I, I feel like especially that story would have to be real dark. Yeah, I agree, and yeah. I think this works too because in the end, yeah, the death of Rachel puts him over the edge. But I think the Joker's visit in the hospital is what creates ultimately creates Two Face. I can see that. I think it's a great Two Face story. Honestly, I agree. Uh, it's a very good one. I mean, like I said, it's, I don't like I said last week. I think the animated story. Is better. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, go check that out. Yeah. Uh, it's early in the first season, so it's it, yeah. they hit you with it real quick. And man, I don't want to be an bad Harv. I don't want to be an asshole either. But when Rachel goes and she's like, "Okay, breathe," I'm like, "What is a yoga class?" <laughs> <laughs> okay, you try being in a situation like that. I would be nuts. I would not be calm. Okay. I'd be trying to break. I'd be trying to use my weight to break the chair, like like you see in the movies and shit. That's the first thing I'd be trying. Like breaking down a leg or something. To and I, th- yeah. I think this scene is very Jokerish too. When he's like, "I just want my phone call," and then he makes a phone call for for the MCU to be destroyed. So, do you think? Oh, yeah, she was gonna go back to him. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that she was gonna go back to him, and she does have an answer. And even like, even though like, um, you see, you mentioned before, right? Like, Denton is like really, really down that he went to her. Batman, you you see it in Batman's face. He's like, "Fuck." All right, here he goes. Like, no, it's gonna be okay. Is this what you would do, Jen? I don't know what I would do. Uh, I would try to MacGyver some shit first of all. MacGyver the shit out of that. Try to get out of there. Um, But then I think, you know, like, she accepts because she can hear that, like, they got... They got him, yeah. That's a good point. And it's not that I don't think that, like, she knows that they're not coming. Like, I'm sure she realizes they're coming for her, too. But the time is up. And so I think she just kind of sort of is like, well... This is it. Like, I, I can't, what am I going to do? She can't do anything. Yeah. So she's just like, okay. So, sorry to cut you All off, right. Jen. This is the most powerful image in the entire movie you're going to see right now. And it shows, like, the anarchy and the... And then they talk about the Joker being planned to get caught. This scene right here, cops chasing the Joker. Joker in a cop car. And his hair, his head out of the car. And he's just, like, enjoying every single moment of what just happened. I think that's the best image in the movie. Yeah. 
I agree with that. From what you guys, if you guys can tell, I've kind of examined this movie a lot. Just a little bit. Just, just a little bit. Just a tiny. Yeah. Just a little I've seen bit. it once or twice. <laughs> this is this is a nice image too. It's actually a great co- cover for a comic book. It is of oh, yeah. the Batman just looking down. So in retrospect, none of us are doctors. Could he actually survive this? Yeah, I think so. Have his face burn. Yeah, it's a burn. And I do love this origin of the coin creation. I think this is done really well because it's, and then you get the two the two sided coin. But I think that's how it always been created. Just with the, the same, fire, the same way, or the same way he got. I don't. Re- I think it's always been right because I know he was in the factory when he became. Yeah, two- I remember I getting burnt, but I thought maybe the, the same time. From what I remember, that, it's been the same time. That orange had, juice looks quite delicious. It does. But he's always had the two-sided coin until that incident happened. It became just like him. One's burnt. And, one, and one's not, and one's yeah. Not. So we find out in The Dark Knight Rises, he tells Bruce that he took the letter. He burns the letter. Are you good with that? Like, that he takes and burns it? I mean, I think that you know, I'd fire him or at least, you know. I mean, he's done war. Them. He's done worse offense by letting Vicky Vale into the back Vicky So <laughs> we always circle back to that. Well, look, Alfred <laughs> is a father figure to Bruce because he never really had parents like that, and um, he's always taking care of him. So sometimes your parents like don't tell you things or hide things because they feel like it's just it's too much, and he's trying to help him not have quite as much pain. Because he is mourning, so good one. You know, trying to protect him. Also, I think it's like trying to keep his motivation because he's sort of trying to well, keep they, his they need, Yeah, well, they need him more than ever after this. Um, and this is why I do. We we're talking about Alfred last week. This is why, in terms of relationship wise, I think they. This is the best Alfred Bruce relationship they've ever done. Oh, I do like the. Uh, this is the emotionally. Yes, I will agree with you. But I do enjoy Jeremy Irons' affect, like the quippiness, like you know, two older, been together through hell, hell and back together, kind of just. I did like their relationship. Well, I, I think did like Jeremy Irons as Alfred as a whole. I think he was very underrated. So do I. He was good. I do like that. I do like. Man, we go back to what we were talking about a few weeks ago with uh, our emotional, like our saddest moment with the movies. That's why the one in the next movie really hits me. Is because their relationship is really established to the first to the, all the three movies, and then oh, yeah. he promised his, you know, he promised Thomas that he wouldn't, you know, he'd protect them and he'd let him die. So I think it, that really that scene got to me. And right now we're getting Two Face, in AKA Terminator Face. I do like when you when you in a later scene you see that the bed is all messy too with like his from from his. St- Bad side face. Yeah. It's all over the bed, uh, the pillowcase too. The bad side yeah. face. Yeah, <laughs> more something, more attention to detail. Yeah. And they look they they put Gordon in a different direction in the next one. He's more like he's more of a tweener instead of by the books good guy. Yeah. Because I don't know if you guys knew this, but the original plan for. Dark Knight Rises was to bring the Joker back. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember hearing about that. that. Yeah, so I think the issues with the Dark Knight Rises was the change of script and direction. Could be. Like, I don't think Talia would have probably been in it. I think it would have just been the Joker and Bane. Well, Bane. no. I... Because, it, then... look, that I, I'm sorry, but like as much as I love Talia... And I do love the actress. I don't think it made Bane look like a bitch, man. I <laughs> did. No, I 100 percent agree. Well, so, but so did the voice choice, voice choice for Bane. But that's besides the point. You don't like that voice choice? It sounds like a whiny, uh, like upper class, like too many last, uh, whatever. Yeah, sorry. Like you know, it sounds very whiny to me. Like, oh mm. no, I love Tom Hardy as Bane. I like his look. I like his dialogue. I just don't like the voice. Oh, I actually really, really love the voice. I can't do the voices decently. <laughs> I can do the Joker, but... <laughs> so the CGI was fantastic for 2008. Oh, yeah. Absolutely fantastic. I think it's a mix of makeup and CGI, though. No. Really? It's all I think they, they have best... They have, in the making of documentary, they have... He has something on his face. 
Well, it blended nicely. No, for 2008, it's fucking phenomenal. And to think that's probably the only heavy CGI that was used in the entire movie. Bro. This scene kills me, but I get it. All that money. All this. I, how much money do you think is in that stack? Ooh. A uh, uh, couple, couple, couple of million, couple. right? About one or two hundred million. Who doesn't want to slide down the way he just did that? <laughs> <laughs> like Chuck McScrooge. Dave, Dave doesn't. He's fearing it. Scrooge McDuck. They will go down very slowly. <laughs> but but I mean, the scene is everything in terms of his motives. How he doesn't give a shit about money. And I actually think that's one of the big differences with this version of the Joker and Leto. Because you see Leto's Joker is a gangster that cares about money and cares about income and cares about all that. Yeah. I hear you. I mean, um, even Hamill's Joker doesn't give a shit about money. It's all about Mm -mm. destruction. Joker's millions. Oh, true, true, true. I used to. Oh, this is this is good. This is actually his voice changes up a little bit because he has a little. He adds a little more to his accent on this. I will say, like you know how you watch certain movies with actors that have accents and stuff like that, and they usually break. You always hear a little bit. Uh, you never hear any him break once in this entire movie. I think it was. Um. Oh well, Sons of Anarchy. You guys watch Sons, right? I watched a little bit of it. So. Uh, what's Charlie Hunnam? That's his name. Yes, he breaks every yes. episode at least once, and you wow. hear his accent come through. Because he's British, so. So uh, what's Heath Ledger? I was he was Australian. Yeah, I was gonna say. I was like, yeah, you know he's Australian. Yeah, he has, right? a, but he has a very thick accent too. I don't know how thick, thick. Everything. Isn't it like super but illegal to burn out much money. What happened? Isn't it like super <laughs> illegal to burn that much money? Does he give a shit? I know he doesn't give a shit. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's like a whole different crime right there, too. <laughs> besides everything he's been doing. I think besides the murder, I, I just, think this is like nothing. Bro, that like fucked up the whole economy right there. <laughs> <laughs> and just to go back, uh, for people who, listeners who don't know, Joker's Millions was an episode of the anime series where uh, he was inherited like an insane amount of money. He blows through it, and then once the IRS comes for him, they realize <laughs> uh, <laughs> he realizes that it was all fake money. Okay. Such a, it's a fun episode. Go check it out. And like I think middle of the series. And I think by this time too, you see that um, Gordon doesn't care to get the Joker alive or dead. Sixty minutes to evacuate a whole hotel hospital. Uh, hospital is crazy. Well, that's why the Joker did it. This is a little thing I don't give a shit about in terms of Bruce Wayne. Despite the lawyer, I mean, I know why he's doing it, but it's like, fuck this lawyer. The story has done nothing but cause trouble. <laughs> I concur. He's a pips. The Murcielago, much more subtle. He pussyfoots way too much. <laughs> That's right. No pussyfooting over here. <laughs> so I think this is another great Joker scene. I think all the Joker scenes are great. <laughs> yeah. You know he only has 20, 25 minutes of on-screen time? Look at that. Give a shout out to those bulletproof bulletproof glass. Yeah. I go ahead. And this guy is still running with him with the microphone. <laughs> what? He works at TMZ. <laughs> Alfred always has the easy job. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want him to be out there fighting? <laughs> It's funny, we were talking about Alfred before. I think the most egregious... We all know what the most egregious thing he's done is. What? Alfred Kivell? No. What? Leading to the Batcave? No. What's the most outrageous? Gone, Ms. Ville? We're going to be here for quite some time. <laughs> yeah. I forgot about that. That is the, yeah. that is the most egregious thing. You don't help your boy out. <laughs> I thought you I thought you were going to say not smack Dick Grayson after fucking karate laundry. I'd be kind of annoyed that I... Oh, well, he cleans it up. 
Like, why? why? To just just Sh- put it in the drive. Shout out to Gordon. Look at Gordon's cell phone. Look at that thing. <laughs> Look at that thing. Nokia Palm Pilot. My God, have times changed. By the pilot? way, this actor, I don't know who he is. He looks like Virgil, the wrestler. Which one? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so I low key I wanted to be that I wanted to do the Joker nurse costume, but I never got to like a hundred to be that thin. So I never did it. You got to be like uber thin, uber thin to to be that. Oh, I think it's hilarious how the Joker just like hi. <laughs> Right. <laughs> how could you not recognize him? Like, oh, you, you didn't see anything weird about all over the forehead? No, no, not around the eyes. Okay. <laughs> or that terrible Do you, wig. You don't like the wig? No. I think it's purposely That's supposed to be. And if you notice, the Joker has dyed his hair again. It's green now. Again, yeah. When you, and I love how he's like, when you went. <laughs> Yeah, this is probably like out there my top three scenes of this movie. I agree, and I love he's like I'm like a jo- I'm like a dog chasing cars. I wouldn't know what to do if I caught it. <laughs> Which I, when I first saw it, I'm like, yeah, why? Like, what would happen if that dog actually caught a jo- car? Yeah. It's the truth. <laughs> I, it's just like it's the same thing with society today. And check out the 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 pillow that I mentioned before. Yeah. Um, it's true though. Like, if you're in that situation, or like if you know that something's planned, you prepare for it. Yeah. You're not, you know, you're not losing your mind. But and then when he mentions like if a if you, if a truck full of soldiers die. You know you, I think you prepare for uh-huh. it or something. But if a little old lady gets hit with a car, then everyone loses their mind. Yeah. And this bird guy sucks. Excuse me. Like what? <laughs> Like, could you make it more obvious you're trying to shoot the gun? Like, I'm just going to have my gun pointed just in any direction slowly. <laughs> pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. <laughs> and once again, peep the Joker's hands, how he has the makeup on his on his hands. This does a look like a nice part of Chicago. Yeah, it's like regular. There, are you going to try to block someone from getting to an accident yeah, at the center I'm gonna, section? I'm going to ride a Lamborghini <laughs> and have Jenny drive into it. <laughs> it was also a nice touch that they have him driving the Murcielago. Yeah. Great touch. I mean, like like we said before, I think they just do everything. Yep. And now the Joker's talking about um, if everything's planned. And it's the truth what he said that nobody panics because everyone just accepts it. It's just a part of society. Well, I'm sure, but although I'm sure if like the news came out that was going to happen tomorrow, then people would panic and try to stop it. That's different. That's what he said. Like when you tell them someone's going to die tomorrow. I don't think anyone will panic, but I think everyone. It's 2018, right? Everyone's just going to be talking about it on social media and put little images yeah. of flags and stuff. <laughs> Thoughts and prayers. This scene, this, this scene is good though too because, like I said, this is what converts him, and the Joker doesn't care if he dies because the coin is going to make the decision. Although, look at if you notice, uh, Joker never takes his hand off of the. Oh, true. I never know. No, no. You can tell that he has. Harvey has his his finger on the trigger, but he doesn't take his no, hand but, off the no, gun. No, but no, the hammer on the ha- off the hammer. Look at the back of the girl. Oh, good eye. Yeah, I didn't see that. I never noticed that before. Good eye. And I also like this scene, like Lou mentioned before. Not only does he have, you know, a very Bruce Wayne-ish car, but at the same time, you, um, he, when they ask him, oh, you saved someone, he's like, who? Yeah. Like, he just plays stupid. And he's like, "Oh, that's Batman. I suck." I give I give the lawyer credit. His tie never never got messed up the entire time. 
So I don't know how true this is, but I heard that when they first this is ad lib too, because it was supposed to explode right away. And he was just supposed to walk into the into the bus. Yeah. But it didn't hit right away, and then he everything all his uh, reactions here were. Um, yeah, I read that too. <laughs> and his walk, he's walking like an old lady nurse. Uh, and I love that, that he has a Harvey Dent sticker. On his, <laughs> oh, I never <laughs> noticed that before. <laughs> Man, just watching this, it really sucks that he died. I think he would have had such a great career. Oh yeah. Oh, he would have been right. huge right now. Like he was starting. I think he was looking into directing and all that stuff. Uh, he just really sad. It was drugs, right? No, man. He died off. He overdosed on sleeping pills. He went into, I think it was cardiac arrest due to intoxication of prescription drugs. So I think he was mixing with alcohol, right? Yeah. Well, maybe not. It just could be the drugs also had an interaction, and depending on how much he took. And And it sucked because it was all just sleeping pills, right? Uh, I'm not sure. We'd have to look yeah, into Because I take sleeping pills I'm sometimes, sure too. Like, so I always try to be careful with that stuff. Because but your sleeping pills are not prescribed. I know. So they're over-the-counter, so they're not as strong as a prescription mm, drug. I mean, probably sure. like 10 of them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I, I don't do that either. You'd have, like, a smaller reaction with that, then. Oh, I also have arguments with people that said that Ledger wouldn't have won the Oscar if he didn't die. Which is not, I mean, that's not a reason to win an Oscar. I agree. I don't think, I don't think the Academy takes that into account. I'm actually going to look up real quick who he also was nominated that year. I think we, I actually think we lost Ryan again. Think so? Yeah, I think we lost Ryan again. I think Ryan's just like... Oh, oh. here I am. Sorry. Wow. What happened? Did you mute yourself? <laughs> no, I muted my mic to vape real quick, and I totally forgot to unmute it to be completely honest. Oh, wow. <laughs> you oh, like, my. wait, guys, I'm here. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here. I'm here, I swear. <laughs> all right, so I'm going to pull this up real quick. And All right, so Heath Ledger beat Josh Brolin in Milk, RDJ in Tropic Thunder, Philip Seymour Hoffman in Doubt, and Michael Shannon in Revolutionary Road. I'm sure Jen's the only one that's seen all these movies. I've, I've seen Chalk Thumbs. I've seen three of these. Revolutionary Road is very good, but like very heavy. That. And guess why I saw it? Because Leo's in it. Because Leo is in it. Ugh, beautiful. It's a good reason to watch it for so what, what I heard just now is that the Joker can beat Iron Man. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, I like the scene when they're... Uh, <sighs> The, the corrupt cop is like, I thought you were dead. And he's like, half. See, Although this... he's not healed enough. That stuff will be leaking right now. I'm just no, saying. I know. But you know what I do like about this Two Face, especially outside, especially from Tommy Lee Jones. Look at his suit. Yes, it's all messed up. But at least it looks like it's messed up and burnt. Not like fucking Two Face that half. has like just a half and half suit. <laughs> and they got. Well, he didn't get time spoilers to get to that. <laughs> Shut up, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> the, half, the half purple zebra stripe. The what? The half purple zebra yeah. stripe. Even then in the anime series, it was just. That. No, you didn't. <laughs> you I didn't want that. Because <laughs> in the anime series, it's just like a black and like a like a light, light blue suit, right? It is black and yeah, white. I believe so. It was supposed to be black and white, but like it looks like it's like a light, light blue. Oh, okay. So I don't know if this is possible, what they're doing here with all this sonar. I think this is, but the fact that he uses it to see up close is a little bit harder to believe. No, it's like a bat. It's the same. <laughs> like a submarine, Jen. Like they said bat, earlier son. in the movie. Like Come submarine. on. No, 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 no. I know, but I'm saying like... <laughs> well, battles, yeah, battles have sonar. No, 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 but bats, <laughs> like, they really can't see very well. So, like, yeah. especially in the dark and during the day, they use the sounds to move around and stuff. Good yeah. job, Jen. What? Those are bad enough stuck in the office. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I, just, I, just, I just saw that episode like a couple days ago. Oh, dude, it was hilarious. hilarious. When he puts the head when he puts the bag on Meredith's head. 
Jen has no idea what we're talking about. Bats make calls as they fly and listen to the returning <laughs> echoes to build up a sonic map of their surroundings. See, like Wait, that. Wait, we didn't get a notification. Guys. Jen's Googles. So we go, when we go to Chicago, <laughs> yeah, if, there's this, if there's this much traffic, we're walking everywhere. Oh, yeah. Because um, we're trying to escape the city, silly. I know, I know. Oh, yeah, it's going to be that much traffic. Everyone's trying to escape Chicago. Everyone's going all in. That's why. <laughs> it's called echolocation. There you go. What the bats do. You think uh, he wakes up this way? Nestor? With those, with those N Nestor with those eyelashes looking that immaculate? Yep. Yes, because, well, no. Here they might have added a little. They might have done a little eyelash curler to it. But they're that dark. So it, it like literally looks when I saw him on Lost, I'm like, why is this dude wearing eyeliner? And then I looked at I looked him up and it, he was just born with like really dark eyelashes. So it just looks that way. This seems pretty I cool. love this. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Go, yeah ahead. Go ahead, Ryan. You can speak on it first. Uh, just like the fact that, you know, it also like I didn't when I first saw this thing, I'm like, oh, shit, I didn't even think of that. <laughs> What, to kill the driver? Yeah. Oh, I didn't think that either. I was like, okay, cool. He let him live, and it shows. But I also uh, I also think it shows the duality of the character because, oh, yeah. you know, he let the person he really wanted to kill live, and then he killed the driver just because the coin said so. Killing him. <clears throat> and I think this is good, too, because they, even though he's in it for a little bit only, they let him actually use the coin a good amount. Because I know he used it on the... On the other uh, cop later. What is it? Ramirez. She's in. I've seen her in some other stuff, but I always look at her as that that wench that betrayed Harvey Dent and Rachel. <laughs> <laughs> the heartless wench. The heartless wench. It's funny, like with certain people, like I, I can't. This has nothing to do with the movie, but uh, <laughs> with certain characters or certain actors, they play a role for so long and you can't see them in any. And when they play oh, something yeah. else, you're like, oh, it's so weird. It's funny because, like, you know, I, you know how Jenny and I love I Love Lucy, right? Yeah. She got me the Lucy show on Blu-ray like a year ago for Christmas. And I okay. it's good, but I, I can't I can't get into it. Like, because I'm like, that's not like Lucy Carmichael. Who the fuck? Fuck is Lucy Carmichael? <laughs> like, where's Ricky? I never watched the show as like Nick at Night, like as a kid. Like, I watched it around the same time I watched I Love Lucy, so I always knew like the. And it does have roles. a catchy theme too, just like Lucy. Okay, back to the movie. Shout out to Lou's favorite character, Debo, making an appearance in a few seconds. Yep. Try All right, what, what, do, you, front, what do you guys choose? Do you boat the other boat. I think I would actually have made a choice. To be honest with you, well, what would have been your choice? I'd blow up the boat. Okay, I'd have to really, really think about it. But if it's us or them, especially if I'm on the other boat, not yeah. the one with the convicts and <laughs> you stuff, you would definitely be on the other boat. <laughs> I'd be like, uh, I don't know. There's got to be another way out of Gotham. There has to be. But you guys, but you guys think, all right, yeah, you're if you're on the other boat, you're not just blowing up the the, the, the convicts. convicts. Yeah, there's people there. Yeah. Yeah, the well, maintenance workers. Uh, no, yeah, that would be. It would be a situation where I'd probably officers. have to be in it, but I don't know. I maybe I would make a decision as to do it or not. But maybe I might I be wouldn't. like the, the the businessman that said he was going to do, it and he made no decision. So, but like I was saying before, there has to be another way out of Gotham. If I was with Jenny, I know Jenny would have found another way out of Gotham. Oh no, you don't want. No, 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 no. Jenny and GPS is not the way to go. Oh god. Yes, it is. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Oh God! <laughs> this is you know who Jenny is. Jenny is Michael Scott in that GPS episode. <laughs> I drove my car into a lake. I would have never driven my car. Into she's a, he's like Michael. It's a, it's bare right. He's like no. It said make a right. <laughs> well, when it says something, you I listen, listen. exactly for the lake thing. If there's water in front of me, I'm not going into a lake. I drove my car into, into a, a fucking lake. lake. <laughs> 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 Office yeah, is so, one of the greatest scenes, man. Office is so good. That I'm no, and then, Mike, <laughs> and then uh, and then when Dwight's trying to rescue him, and even oh, though, yeah. and then Steve, I mean, uh, Michael's just walking. Yep. I think we could talk. We could have a whole, whole office office tribute and watch a few. We, do, we need an office episode. Yeah, I'm so down. Top ten office moments. 
That's a good one. Yep. I think we we could do that easily. How long do you think it took the Joker to write that speech that he has in his hand? Forty-five minutes. Now you think that's legit, like the script? So he, or no, do you no. Think... I'm sure he knows it by heart. <laughs> I will say this: when I first saw this movie and I saw it was Debo, I was like, "Fuck, he got old." <laughs> and not just Debo; it's fucking Zeus for any wrestling fans out yeah. there. Yeah. By the way, Ryan, you know the robe that he that Macho Man Randy Savage wore again when he teamed up with Zeus at SummerSlam 1989. I know of it. I have that robe. Look, I don't doubt that. <laughs> and I wore it, and Jen took a picture, and she shared it to the masses. Where is this? It. Oh, we put it in the group chat. Is that the masses? <laughs> the mass. Oh, I, I think I put it on Instagram too. Okay. So to my thousand followers, Jen, who is this lady? I need. I'm gonna need your character actor skills. I don't I'm know. not talking about. Alert. I'm not talking. I'm talking about her, Ramirez. Oh, uh, you know, to be honest, I've never really seen her in anything else. Yeah, like me this. neither. But um, I was gonna ask. Do you think the Harvey? Even though he's wearing the same suit, do you think he got a new shirt? But no, it's, he did not. Nope. I'll say no. Yeah, I'll say no, too. His hair still looks immaculate on the left side. She's played by Monique I mean, on the Kernan. right side. Did it freeze? Oh, who is she? Monique Kernan. I don't know who she is. Yeah, let's see. It's crazy that they were able to actually get the permits for a building that's currently in construction to do this scene. This is only her third film. She's been on two episodes of Dexter, one epi- three episodes of Sons of Anarchy, and recently she was on Taken, but she hasn't done too much. Taken, is that the bootleg uh, Liam Neeson show? Yeah. Uh, okay. I guess so. Because I know that they... Based they're... on the film trilogy, the same name. Yeah. Have you seen those movies, all of them? I've seen the first. I saw the first three. one, and I think I saw bits and pieces of the second one. The first two are good. I, the third one's pretty, pretty terrible. I don't remember the third one that much. They can, they've re-kidnapped his, his daughter. <laughs> like, do you remember his... who you're fucking with? <laughs> <laughs> I like, like this. Everyone was saying that line. Come on, do I have to say it? <laughs> this this seems good because at the end, when he's talking about we have to save Dent, he's like, I have to save Dent. He pretty much... Once he feels responsible, Gordon feels responsible for all of this happening, which he shouldn't. Yeah, I don't understand that. Why does he feel responsible exactly? Because he feels like Denton is the saving, what could save Gotham. And he let him roast to hell, pretty much. And he blames himself, pretty much because of the whole scene where they were going to the different locations. Oh yeah, and Batman didn't get there on time, but I think Gordon takes responsibility for it because if he would have gotten that out of the Joker earlier during the interrogation, then they would have had time to save them. That and maybe it was his. He kind of knows it was his guys. You think? Yeah, but that could be it too. Like I said, I've watched this a few going times. back to that conversation. Going back to the conversation that they first have in the beginning of the movie. Well, yeah, because he was right about him all along. Not about Gordon, about his u- his unit. Yeah. So do we like this finale better or the Dark Knight Rises finale better? This. This? Yeah, okay. This. Like, I prefer this one, but I really enjoy that whole fight on Wall Street. It feels very epic when they have all the cops and Bane's dudes fighting on Wall Street. And with the snow, really looks great, too. Ranking uh, them. It, you put it... Dark Knight begins and then rises, yeah, right? Yeah, easily. I don't actually think... I think the best written one is Batman Begins. Cause yeah, really, like, once I watched it again recently, I'm like, yeah, no, I, now appreciating it more, you know what I mean? I just think it. it's the... I think it's the only, even though we see the parents getting killed, but I think it's really the only true origin story of Batman, movie-wise. I think it's... Okay. It, I think it does it really well. It doesn't let itself... 
you know, gets stuck in the mythology of Batman instead of just trying to build a character of Bruce Wayne. Because I don't think you've ever had a movie focus on Bruce Wayne as a person. You're just like, okay, True. he's this rich guy, and then he becomes Batman. But I think this trilogy actually focuses on Bruce Wayne a lot. So that's why I think it works really well, too. Probably why I put Bill as the best Bruce Wayne, because you actually get developed. Yeah, the most focused. Because, like, you yeah. know, you were talking about Ben Affleck before. Ben Affleck, it, it goes back to what I was saying with Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's great as Batman, but he really doesn't get a lot of development as Bruce Wayne. He got the uh, party scene. That's it, if you really look at it. And, he, Alfred, and then he yeah. th- and he thought got and he thought Wonder Woman was hot. Still does. Still does. <laughs> He's still trying to have that. Hey, yep. baby, the DCEU's over, but how, how about us? <laughs> how about a DC in your EU? <laughs> <laughs> how about I see you? My Guys, Jenny's still here. Oh, She's man. not listening to us, so we're good. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, once she start getting mis- misogynistic, she's just told yeah. Out. She's like, uh, <laughs> she's like, I'm gonna go on the gram. I want a gal in your good You want to bend my affleck? Wow. wow! Well done, Ryan. Well done. <laughs> Sauce. <laughs> I got nothing else. I'm trying to think of a follow-up. That was actually good. I think you might have topped it. We're good. (laughs) Back to the movie. (laughs) Back to the movie. Especially since we're at the... How brilliant of a plan this was, though. Like, to do that switch as well. Oh, for the Joker to do that? Yeah, that was another... I'm telling you, the Joker's, like, the smartest villain in probably comic book film history in this one. Yeah. Because Thanos really doesn't really have a plan. He He just... How about Luthor and Thanos just Ultraman. goes to these places and fuck people up. I don't oh, think he really yeah, has plan. His plan's fucked up, but it makes sense. No, no, no. I'm talking about to get the stones. He doesn't really have a plan to get the stones. He just uses brute force. Yeah. I love how they bring they do a nice callback with the dogs from the beginning of the movie here. Yep. Yeah. He kind of looks like the crow there a little bit though in that turnaround. Probably turn around. <laughs> No dogs are harming the making of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Is it weird that, like, I, I even actually wrote this down as a note. Um, Batman kills it, dogs? Like, yeah, and no one bats an eye, but he shoots a gun and everyone loses their mind. Oh, very good. I wonder when the Joker had time to train these dogs. No, they were trained originally, remember? Those are the, the same Russian dogs? Guy. Those are the same dogs. He took them. Okay. And then he, he, oh, he fed that, the Russian guy, he fed them to the dogs. Ah. Is this movie the first movie with the Batman disappearing thing? Like, er, way earlier in the movie, he does that disappearing. No, they do it in Batman Begins. They do it in Batman Begins? Okay. So. I can't remember. Well, what do you mean? In general? Because they did it in Batman 89. When did they do, like, the the mid-conversation? Yeah, I got to remember when in Batman 89 he did it, but. I didn't think they did. I I thought this was the first for a hot second. I don't, I think they do it better here, but I I oh they, they do it the best here. That, yeah. that that's the most true of the character. You know I haven't watched Justice League since I bought it. I should rewatch yeah, it to look, see if I dislike yeah. it, if I if I still because th- I didn't hate it like I know Lou and G hated it, but I, I didn't you know hate it too bad. Yeah, I don't think it, I don't think it deserves all the hate it gets, but like it wasn't great, but oh it wasn't great. It was very watchable. Like I can watch it. I don't regret money spent on it. No, me either. Jen, what would you do? Would you pull the trigger? Oh man, um, I don't think Jen would. I don't think Jen would either. It's a rough. It's a. I don't rough, think I could do it. Yeah, it's I a, think I would just have to accept that. Like, I just I need to wait it out and see what happens. Um, it's a very big moral choice, but I couldn't do it because like. You don't also know, like, like obviously if someone's a serial killer and they're on that boat, then fine. I mean, I don't even know that I'm all completely for the death punishment, but I am all for punishment if you do something wrong. So, and, you know, half of these criminals may have just been, like, petty robbery, like, you know, like, things like that. Also, like, the criminalization of a lot of, you know different things yeah i mean that's the idea behind it at least that they're supposed to be but like look it even shows you at least in this scene that like what you think would happen and 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 the joker's thinking 
like this is totally you know look at them they're good well he was very confident this is the only plan that doesn't go completely right. according to plan term but no i don't think i could do oh it. you know what's crazy i mean even watching this movie over and over and over again when he tell when he tries to tell batman about how he got these scars I've, I'm still curious as to what the fuck he was going to tell him. Also, when all is said and done, like if this guy were to pull the trigger, he would still be charged for murder. He just he? killed. Nah. I think so because he killed. I mean, granted, I guess I you, think there. I think considered self defense, but like still, like I don't know. He just killed a boatload of people. Literally, he's the one that pulled it. <laughs> and you see the Joker. He's like, fuck. He's like, what's happening? Why aren't they pulling it? And I think this is the first time in the entire movie that you see him fr- flustered. Like, he has no idea what to do now. And Batman wins here because of the good. Technically, he doesn't win. Of the people. Who, Joker? He does. I mean, no, Batman doesn't, doesn't win, win here. No, but he wins because, in the sense of, like, that, you know, it goes against the Joker's mentality of believing that, like, you know, inherently these people are all selfish and out for themselves when, look, they're not. So. Here the Joker's laughing because he finally he broke Batman, he thought. And he was dying laughing. And I thought they were gonna kill him off for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um But the fact that he don't this must have been a hard scene to fill upside down. Yep. <laughs> they could have filmed them the right side and then just slipped the camera. Nah, that would that like the, the That doesn't look yeah. yeah, that looks oh. like it's a straight shot. Yeah, but look, now they're flipping it for us. Um, As if you yeah, this looks. Watch. It's funny because when I first saw this, I'm like, oh, they're going to kill him the way Bat- the Joker dies in Batman 89. Because remember, he falls off the building. Yeah. So, but I think they were trying to make a bigger, have a bigger message than that. And I think, too, this is when you know he wins because he's like, I didn't put my eggs in just my basket. It was all about Two-Face, about Harvey. A nice little nod where he says, you and I are destined to do this forever. Which, it's been 70, 77 years, and they're still doing this. Yep. And it's crazy. We're all going to be long and gone, and our kids and our grandkids and our grandkids, grandkids, kids, or whatever, and they're still. I think these characters will still be around. Yep, I think they would. Thanks for getting morbid. I'm not getting morbid. I'm just saying, like, I'm Batman and the Joker. Oh, that's beautiful. What? No, I'm saying the fact that, you know, our kids are going to have it. And, like, our, who knows? Maybe, like, yeah, our kids will be hosting be their here. version of a podcast. No, yeah, like, Batman and the Joker are going to be doing exactly like the movie said. They're going to be doing this forever. Are they going to inherit this collection? Yeah. I, 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 I can't think of any. That's why, that's why I can never get into Superman. I can never get into any because Lex Luthor is Lex Luthor, but Lex Luthor is just an, a heel Bruce Wayne, a guy yeah. with money. Yeah, that's all he is. Yeah, but for the way you feel about Batman is the way someone else feels about Superman. Yeah, There's I don't plenty know. of people. I to this day I don't. I I, I get it. I guess, you but don't I don't. Get it, but I don't. You're team Batman. I don't. I don't know. I mean, when I was a kid, I dug it, but you know, it's just... I like. I'll watch Superman movies, and I I'll watch his TV shows, and I like, and I really like Smallville. Yeah. Any adventure. I enjoyed. Uh, su- did you? What did you think of the Superman anime series? You talk a lot about. I don't like. I don't like it at all. I did not. You don't like, like it. any I, of it. None of it. I didn't. I really did not like it. See, I enjoyed a lot of it. Like, like some of it. Like, I loved the wa- live wire stuff. I loved, like, especially when they brought Supergirl in. Um, and the crossover stuff, like the episode where he went to Gotham. I don't know. I could. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. Did you I, ever see that episode? I, I have to think about it. I don't remember it off the top of my head right now because I really didn't watch oh. it that much. I just wasn't into it, especially with Batman being so good. I just didn't really feel the need. Yeah. So I really do like the. We're at the end of the movie, kids, and we're like, this Perfect. is this is really good because I love that the focus. Overall, the movie is. They always say Harley Harvey is like a sub character, but I really think the focus. The focal point of the movie is the rise and fall of Harvey Dent. Yeah, basically. Good versus evil. And the villain, one of the rare times that the villain wins. Because I don't think Batman comes out looking great after this. Oh, he's being chased. Yeah. Look- yeah, I, 
Uh, I, I hate. That's the one thing I do hate about this movie. What? That Batman loses? That he takes the blame when they could have just blamed it on Joker. But the Joker's not dead. If Harvey Dent put a fucking gun to my head, he would have gotten that shit silly slapped right away. I don't think you would have thought of that at the time. Yeah, right? I was like, yeah, you'd be too worried about <laughs> I don't see Jen doing that. <laughs> but get the shit off me, especially son. With, especially, with your, especially with your kids there. I would have been like, bah. But so you got to take self-defense and classes. another another nod to the score. The score in this scene is amazeballs. Oh, the entire score. Yeah, the entire score. Hans Zimmer is amazing. Who's, who, who do you think did better, Danny Elfman or uh, Zimmerman? Zimmerman? I don't know who Zimmerman is. Hans. Oh man. Hans Zimmer, Ryan. Zimmer. All right, Jenny calls him. Hansi. Hansi. Um, no, uh, they're so different. I do prefer uh, Elfman's March like a lot more, but I do like they're just so different. There's so much. There's just a lot more drums and. Uh, I think Elfman is also very nostalgic for you. No, I so do think it's a better theme though. I know, but I think it add that helps add. Oh to no, it of course. You. Oh, I mean, Batman '89 is one of my favorite scores of all time. So. Oh. It's crazy, like in the long run, people. <laughs> Zimmerman. They <laughs> <laughs> were like, "Who?" He's like, "What? No." I'm gonna. You're getting removed from the group as soon as this movie ends for that. Oh come on! <laughs> I'm gonna have to let people know what you just called Hanzi. <laughs> All right, so this is where B- Batman's voice would be uh, like really hurt because this is a very powerful scene where he's talking about like the good that Harvey did, but. You can't take him serious. If I did a podcast talking like this yeah. for three hours, how would you feel? If I talk like this to Jenny every day, how would you feel? I feel like I need to sock you up with like. <laughs> I would need to sock you up with like throat spray. Now, David, can you do Batman while doing an impersonation of Vince McMahon? <laughs> Goddamn, pal! It sounds like the same person. Oh yeah. <laughs> It's just a little bit more like, God damn it, pal. His turn. But I do like that he uses the coins on this, that he makes any... To think, it's very true to the character. He never kills anyone unless the the coin tells him to, which is extremely true to the character. But the one thing I wish they did, because you know in the animated series, there is a part of Harvey that does come out. There never is. Harvey's dead here. There's no Harvey here. It remains kind of, you know, even though the coin makes the decision, I think Harvey's completely dead here. Pretty much. And Gary Oldman pulls off a a stash really well. Stash? You impressed by stash, man? Yeah. So, I guess, and you have to show the good side. Um, Yeah, I guess he would fall from that drop. Well, he did land back first, so yeah, I guess you could. You could die, yeah. yeah. Fun fact: mm. there is there is only one actor that has played Batman and not won an Academy Award. Was it Christian Bale? No, uh, oh. it's actually Michael Keaton. Oh wow! Which he sh- well, that's another story, but um, <laughs> yeah. It, for uh, Mr. Mom, definitely he should have won. No, I should have won for Birdman, man. Mr. Mom is so good. <laughs> But this is Ryan. This is your biggest pet peeve. Yes. I don't know. Like certain things, I get because it's easier to tell the story because you know he took out the cop, so it could make sense. But at the same time, like why do that? People believed in both of you guys. Well, you, that's true too. But I think the Joker. You blame that on the Joker. There's nothing that says it's the Joker. You know what I mean? The Joker really never. Yeah. The Joker was more. Let's causing more chaos, killing an individual person and not letting anyone know about it. That's not the Joker. Could have been in a big show. They could have said it was in a f- big showdown. I mean, it could. I mean, there's different ways to look at it, but I, I just yeah. Think that- I mean, it's just one of those things. See, this there I didn't a- think. I didn't know he killed Ramirez because it didn't seem like he killed Ramirez when he's like two of them are cops. Yeah, I didn't think that either. But I thought he just knocked her out. Sense, but still. And even though he's like the Joker. Well, that could have just been uh, 
I should that should not be. Yeah, that's true. And I think after the movie, they're like, "Is Aaron?" Uh, they kept asking Aaron Eckhart if he uh, was uh, was dead, and he kept like, "Yes, I'm not coming. I'm not coming back. I'm dead." Oh, that's really funny when they just turned his head like that. His scars really blended in with the gravel. <laughs> <laughs> but this goes back to like the earlier: you either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. I think that's another reason he took the blame for it to coincide with that. Uh, that quote and I love how they show this and then in Dark Knight Rises when uh, Bruce dies they have and Batman dies they have the same presentation but with the the Batman uh, statue yeah which I've seen in now, person that shit is huge now if say when Batman's talking to Harvey one on one like earlier before he, they fell you and he you did the same thing he did to Rachel and to Gordon, where he's uh, he used something said between the two of them or an action done to let him know. Do you think that would have changed anything? I don't think like, so. It's it's hard, and I like this too because Lucius is smiling because he's like I put my trust in him and he really didn't let me down because this thing is destroyed. That must have been millions of dollars that were just destroyed. <laughs> yep. I'm guaranteed. But still not as much as the Joker burned earlier. <laughs> and this is great because once again going back to the score, this is this is his theme for Batman's theme for the Nolan verse trilogy. So this is a it's different, but I still love Elfman's theme the best. Fun fact, I might have the groomsmen walking down the aisle to Elfman's Batman theme. That's a good one. I have the groomsmen walking down to a specific theme, too. Yeah. In this case, he's like, oh, well, the girls are having this. I'm like, all right, then I'm having this. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I do like this. Although, he gets on his bike, and they get really close to him a little too quick. Like, this looks like a maze. I thought he'd be able to get out quicker. And the cops are right behind him. Oh, man. So, this is... The first movie to not be called Batman, if you guys, not to have Batman in yeah. the title. Yeah. Do you think they did that for Oscar noms? No, I think Nolan wanted to differentiate and use the actual nickname that he was used. Okay. So, so directed by Christopher Nolan, and I think it was written by Christopher and Jonathan Nolan. Oh man, so we did it, guys! In two little parts, we finished this. Uh, I could watch it again right now. <laughs> so can I. Pop but... in part one of that VHS tape. <laughs> yeah, go. <laughs> well, that's, I had probably, to go that, that's why we had to split it into two oh, parts because Ryan no, had to switch tapes. <laughs> yeah, those were the ish, the rewinders that you just put the VHS in and just it did it so much quicker than the. <laughs> Fun fact: this said, this said Batman created by Bob Kane. Yeah, it wasn't. You so, know, but... you know, it was Batman v Superman was the first one. All right. And that's what sucks the most about BVS is yeah, Bill Finger's first thing. one is like I'm BVS, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. Oh like, man, damn. All right, guys, thanks for joining us on this two-part commentary. It's been fun, guys. It's been fun. We shall be back next week with some brand new content on. Say it. Say real chronicles, man. Unreal Chronicles. I need your I need your out, outgoing voice. Go. <laughs> outgoing your voice? outro voice. Go. Oh, wait. wait. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Plug your shit. Um, don't forget the joke. Check out Spin Rack, where the last two episodes of Spin Cycles, one, two weeks ago, was about Comic-Con. And this week, just now, we actually have a very special guest from this very show, although he wasn't with us here. If you do miss G's voice, you can hear and see him over at SpinRack, because he will be on. We will be talking Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. plus any news, but I'm sure it'll be a dead news week because of all the Comic-Con stuff, so they're all newsed out. So check it out. Uh, it'll be me. Uh, my lovely fiance Casey, so you can put a face to the name. Finally, we talk about it. You've heard her voice. Now see her there as well. We'll talk about Agents of Shield. Me and G watch the show. We loved it. Casey would just be sitting there like a deer in the headlights. It'll be fun. And I'll be sure to link it in our show notes. Don't you dare. Awesome. <laughs> I'm the producer. I have to say. <laughs> All right, right. Thank you for joining us. Come on, John. Uh, of course, anytime. Outro us this week. 
Thanks for listening. That's all you got? <laughs> God, you suck. All right, kids. See you later. Okay, see you bye, next guys. week. Bye. Peace. Thanks for listening. You can find our show notes and more at realtalking.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Real Chronicles. Love what you hear? Leave us a review and tell your friends. If you have a topic you want us to cover, shoot us an email at realtalkinc at gmail.com. Until next Monday, keep it real. Thank you.